Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. Hello, Sharice Johnson Moore here, your hope builder, lifting you up out of your sorrow by guiding you to see the Christ within through scripture and practical applications. And it is time, it is time, it's time. It's time for your daily devotional. Today, we will be reading 1 Samuel 17, 1 through 58. 1 Samuel 17, 1 through 58. And it will be talking about the subject of David anointed king. The Philistine challenge and David kills Goliath. David kills Goliath. I want you to get your Bibles, your tablets, your cell phones, um, laptops, tablets, iPads, you know, um, Samsung tablets, you know, and uh, I want you to join in, you know, and really, you know, let's deep dive into what is going on in this chapter because um, it, it sounds like it's so interesting. And we always hear the story of David kills Goliath. So let's get busy. Hello to all my entrepreneurs. My name is Sharice Johnson-Moore. I am the owner, CEO of LBM TV. It is a streaming channel that can be located on the C1 Media Network Smart TV app. This app can be located on Apple TV, Roku TV, Amazon Fire Stick, Android TV, and Google TV. We have advertising spots available for businesses that want to advertise their products or services on our channel. We have an audience of 4.25 million viewers daily reaching 70 plus countries. We have advertising packages to fit your company's needs. We would love for you to join the LBM family. You can reach us through our email address, lbmtvmedia at gmail.com or call us at 724-570-1153 for further details. Talk to you soon and let's advertise, advertise and tell the world what you are made of. deep dive into this this chapter oh my goodness okay so we are talking about first samuel 17 this morning and it reads now the philistines gathered together their armies to battle and were gathered together at shochoa which belonged to judah and pitched between shochoa and Azizika in Ephesium. And Saul and the men of Israel were gathered together and pitched by the valley of Elah and set the battle in array against the Philistines. And the Philistines 
stood on a mountain on the one side, and Israel stood on a mountain on the other side. And there was a valley between them. And there went out a champion of the camp of the Philistines, named Goliath of Gath, whose height was six cubits and a span. And he had a helmet of brass upon his head, and he was armed with a coat of mail, and the weight of the coat was 5,000 shekels of brass. And he had greaves of brass upon his legs and a target of brass between his shoulders. And the staff of his spear was like a weaver's beam. And his spear's head weighed 600 shekels of iron. And one bearing a shield went before him. And he stood and cried unto the army of Israel, and said unto them, Why are ye come out to set your battle in array? Am not I a Philistine, and ye servants to Saul? Choose you a man for you, and let him come down to me. If he be able to fight with me, and to kill me, then will we be your servants. But if I prevail against him and kill him, then ye shall be our servants and serve us. And the Philistine said, I defy the armies of Israel this day. Give me a man that we may fight together. When Saul and all Israel heard those words of the Philistines, they were dismayed and greatly afraid. Now David was the son of that Ephorite, Ephorite, Ephorite of Bethlehem, Judah, whose name was Jesse. And he had eight sons. And the man went among men for an old man in the days of Saul. And the three eldest sons of Jesse went and followed Saul to the battle. And the names of his three sons that went to battle were Eliab, the firstborn, and next unto him Abinadab, and the third Shammah. And David was the youngest, and the three eldest followed Saul. But David went and returned from Saul to feed his father's sheep at Bethlehem. And the Philistine drew near morning and evening and presented himself forty days. And Jesse said unto David, his son, Take now for thy brethren an ephod of this parched corn and these ten loaves, and run to the camp to thy brethren, and carry these ten cheeses unto the captain of their thousand. And look how thy brethren fare, and take their pledge. Now Saul and they... And all the men of Israel were in the valley of Elah, fighting with the Philistines. And David rose up early in the morning and left the sheep with the keeper and took and went as Jesse had commanded him. And he came to the trench as the host was going forth to the fight and shouted for the battle for Israel and the Philistines had put the battle in array army against army. 
And David left his carriage in the hand of the keeper of the carriage and ran into the army and came and saluted his brethren. And as he talked with them, behold, there came up the champion, the Philistine of Goth, Goliath by name, out of the armies of the Philistines and spake according to the same according to the same words and David heard them and all the men of Israel when they saw the man fled from him and were so afraid and the men of Israel said have ye seen this man that has come up surely to defy Israel is he come up and it shall be that the man whom killeth me killeth him the king will enrich him with great riches and will give him his daughter, and make his father's house free in Israel. And David spoke to the men that stood by him, saying, What shall be done to the man that killeth this Philistine, and taketh away the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine, that he should defy the armies of the living God? And the people answered him, answered him after this manner, saying, So shall it be done to the man that killeth him. And Eliab, his eldest brother, heard when he spake unto the men. And Eliab's anger was kindled against David, and he said, Why come, camest thou down hither? With whom hast thou left those few sheep in the wilderness? I know thy pride and the naughtiness of thine heart, for thou art come down with thou for thou art come down that thou mightest see the matter. And David said, What have I now done? Is there not a cause? And he turned from him toward another and spake after the same manner. And the people answered him again after the former manner. And when the words were heard which David spake, they rehearsed them before Saul, and he sent for him. And David said to Saul, Let no man's heart fail because of him. Thy servant will go and fight with this Philistine. And Saul said to David, Thou art not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him, for thou art but a youth, and he a man of war from his youth. And David said unto Saul, Thy servant kept his father's sheep, and there came a lion and a bear, and took a lamb out of the flock. And I went out after him, and smote him, and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I taught him by, I caught him by his beard, and smote him, and slew him. Thy servant slew both the lion and the bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, seeing he hath defied the armies of the living God. David said, Moreover, the Lord had the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear, he will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said unto David, Go, and the Lord be with thee. And Saul armed David with his armor, and he put his helmet of brass upon his head. Also he armed him with a coat of mail. And David 
girded his sword upon his armor, and he assayed to, and assayed to go, for he had not proved it. And David said unto Saul, I cannot go with these, for I have not proved them. And David put them off him. And he took his staff in his hand and chose him five smooth stones out of the brook and put them in a shepherd's bag, which he had, even in a scrip. And his sling was in his hand. And he drew near to the Philistine. And the Philistine came on and drew near unto David. And the man that bare the shield went before him. And when the Philistine looked about and saw David, he disdained him. For he was but a youth and ruddy and as a fair countenance. And the Philistine said unto David, Am I a dog that thou comest to me? For staves, and the Philistine cursed David by his gods. And the Philistine said to David, Come to me, and I will give thy flesh unto the fowls of the air and the beasts of the field. Then said David to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with a sword, and with a spear, and with a shield. But I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defied. This day will the Lord deliver thee into my hand, and I will smite thee, and take thy head from thee. And I will give the carcass of the host of the Philistines this day unto the fowls of the air, and to the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. And all this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with the sword and spear, For the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you unto our hands. And it came to pass, when the Philistines rose, and came and drew nigh to meet David, that David haste and ran towards the army to meet the Philistine. And David put his hand in his bag, and took thence a stone, and slung it, and smote the Philistine in his forehead, that the stone sunk into his forehead, and he fell upon his face to the earth. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and with a stone, and smote the Philistine and slew him. But there was no sword in the hand of David. Therefore David ran and stood upon the Philistine, and took his sword, and drew it out of the sheath thereof, and slew him, and cut off his head therewith. And when the Philistines saw their champion was dead, they fled. And the men of Israel and of Judah arose and shouted and pursued the Philistines until they come to the valley and to the gates of Ekron. And the wounded of the Philistines fell down by the way to Shimmerim, Shimmerim, even unto Gath and unto Ekron. And the children of Israel returned from chasing after the Philistines, and they spoiled their tents. And David took the head of the Philistine and brought it to Jerusalem. And he put his armor in his tent. And when Saul saw David go forth against the Philistines, he said unto Abner, the captain of the host, Abner, whose son is this youth? And Abner said, As thy soul liveth, O king, I cannot tell. And the king said, Inquire 
thou whose son the strapling is. And as David returned from the slaughter of the Philistines, Abner took him and brought him before Saul with the head of the Philistine in his hand. And Saul said to him, Whose son art thou, thou young man? And David answered, I am the son of I am the son of thy servant Jesse the Bethlehemite. I have just read First uh, Samuel seventeen one through fifty eight. Oh dear Heavenly Father, we come to you to say thank you, Lord. Lord, we thank you, 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 because we know that you, you, you are the one. You are the one that gives us strength that, that goes from day to day, and you give us uh, insight into what we need to do each day, and you give us knowledge of what we need to do each day, and you give us love and peace and happiness each day that we live. Lord, we thank you for allowing us to see another day that thou hast made with the breath in our bodies and activity of our limbs. We are in our right minds just for the day, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for allowing us to read your word, to understand your word, to acknowledge your word. Lord, we thank you. We thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. May you add a blessing to the reading of your word. In the mighty name of Jesus, we do pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Hello to all my entrepreneurs. My name is Sharice Johnson-Moore and welcome to Sharice Johnson-Moore's podcast. Do you have products and services that you want to tell the world about? Well, I have an offer for you. Did you know that when you make a 60-minute voiceover ad and place it in podcasts, that it increases your business awareness by 50% in the marketplace? Voice-over ads aren't that expensive. They range from $15 to $25. It all depends on where you place your ad in the podcast. So come on in and place your ad on Sharice Johnson-Moore's podcast and tell the world what you have to offer. You can reach me at imsharice at sharicenjohnsonmoore.com or 724-570-1153 for further details. Come on, let's tell the world what you are made of. All right now, come on, let's deep dive into 1 Samuel 17. 1 Samuel 17 speaks about how the Philistines and the children of Israel are setting up for battle, right? Setting up for a battle. They're about to rumble, right? And during the course of this um, setup, they had this one guy. He is big. He is bodacious. He is like a... You know, he's a real huge guy. His name is Goliath, right, of Gath. And he is bigger than the rest of the men that's out there. And he's all dressed up in his garments, his, his battle gear and everything, and, and talking, you know, talking smack. And during the process of this, you know, he ba- he's, 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 he is, in actuality, um, you know, 
like, you know, challenging them, challenge, challenging the children of Israel to come and battle him. You know, come and see if anybody can kill me. Now, if anybody can kill me, we'll serve you. If anybody, if we, I kill, if I kill the person that he, he's asked, he's really calling out a person for a one-on-one battle with him. And no one is taking him up on his offer. As we read in this, you know, reading the scripture. And so he said, look, if somebody can fight me and beat me, we'll serve you. If, if I if I win, you serve us. Okay, that's that's the way the challenge is, you know. But the thing is, he's all doing all this and talking smack and everything. And in the process of, of this, he says, I'm going to 1711. When Saul and all Israel heard these words of the Philistines, they were dismayed and greatly afraid. And, um, you know, then the scripture gets into, well, okay, Jesse has eight sons, and he takes his three eldest sons out to the battle, escorts them to the battle. You know, um, Eliab, Abinadab, and Shammai. So, and the thing is, so he, David is left at home, you know, tending to the flocks, tending to the sheep. You know, he's still a child, so he's not a grown person. He's a child. He's, you know, we we don't know exactly what age he is. We just know he's a child at the at this time and moment. So, his father asked him, his father Jesse asked David to go take his brother some lunch. You know, go take them something to eat. You know, they I know they're probably hungry. Go take them some lunch. Go take them something to eat. You know, so David proceeds to go out there and, and give his brothers their, their lunch. And the oldest brother, he wanted his brother said, why are you out here? Ain't you supposed to be home tending to some sheep? And his, David gets curious about what's going on, you know, what's happening, you know, what what is, you know, what is happening in this battle. And, and, and the brother says, don't you worry about that. Won't you just go back home? So Goliath's still talking his mess, right? Goliath's still out there talking about anybody want to fight me. Anybody want, he want to be the bully, you know, okay? Goliath is the bully, right? And Jesse you know, you know, Jesse and his son, you know, they are, it, it is a thing of Jesse has escorted his sons out there to this battle. Okay. And David, while the Goliath is out there taunting them, David gets a whiff of what he says while he's serving them their lunch. And David said, I don't, you know, David is a, t- David seems the type of person where, look, I ain't for all, you know, you know, he's anointed by God now. Don't forget, he's anointed by God. So the reaction that he gives when Goliath says all this um, provoking conversation and threatens them and talks smack and all this other stuff, right? David said, I don't know who you talking to, but you ain't talking to me. He said, you know, and then David gets loud and the men around him here and they kind of get their energy. They kind of get their, oh, how could I say it? They get their energy from David because David is speaking up. David is not taking the, the trash talking. He ain't with the trash talking, right? 
So Ganav, he still won't talk all this trash, and David gives him, you know, tells, you know, he says what he has to say, and then he gets the he gets the boisterous voice where he tells them, he say, you don't know what God I serve. My God is powerful. My God is this. My God is Almighty. My God, my God deliver me from anything. He said, I don't know what kind of God you serve, but I know I serve a mighty God, right? He gives them this motivational. He ends up giving. The rest of the men that's in this in the vicinity, he gives them a motivational speech in 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 essence, and he's trying to motivate them to get their mindsets right. Where he says, "Look, you don't know what God I serve. My God, you don't, child. Don't let me tell you about my God. You know, he goes into this. Let me tell you how God is and how good God. Is. You know, he goes into this kind of motivational, and I'm gonna tell you what God can do for me. I don't, you know." Type of type of speech, and Goliath still sitting there talking crap, right? So he decides. David decides. Okay, all right. You want to talk crap? Okay, all right. Let, let me go on over here and get these five smooth stones for you. And I got a sling, you know. Well, uh, Saul tried to give him his armor, his sword, and all that, and he's like, I can't wear this stuff. This ain't mine. Uh, this not mine. So he sets the stuff aside, he goes out there, and he turns around, and he picks up five smooth stones with his slingshot. And while Goliath's sitting there talking all that crap, here goes David. David hits him on the first stone out. And he sinks the stone in Goliath's head so deep, and Goliath don't know what hit him, right? The five smooth stones. He five, you know, don't one, two, three, four, five. And he hits Goliath, smack dead in the head, and Goliath is instantly killed. Everybody's standing around like, oh my, you see that? Did you see that? Oh my God, did you see that? You know, you know the man of that time. And he turns around, David turns around and takes the sword of Goliath and cuts off his head, right? He takes his enemy's sword to cut off his own head. Uh, now you know that's that's some that's some God right there, you know. And you know what I get from this is that no matter what kind of battle you are in, you have to know what God you serve, and you have to know that God can bring you out over over anything. You can conquer anything as long as you got God. As long as you you have a relationship with God. As long as you had that anointing on you, you. Nothing can deter you from knowing that you can win and the battle is not yours. It is the Lord's. Okay? And you know, once you put that in your mind and you know that God has control over this battle, that God will win this battle for you, that God can conquer all for you, no matter what is thrown at you, no matter what is presented to you, no matter how it's presented presented to you, um, God will win all the battles if you give him that power. You know, and we have to learn as, as people that, we have to learn that God is in control of everything. If you read the whole Bible, 
You see, God is in control of everything. He's in control, you know, and, and sometimes things that God does with us are learning lessons. Some things are, are lessons that level us up. Some things are lessons that we learn, we learn, we keep, we understand, but we some things we just don't repeat. God said, you know, God, you know, God kind of does that to us where he reminds us. He says, look. Didn't I win this for you the last time? Remember you you was fighting cancer the last time and you beat it? Remember the last time you had leukemia? Uh, you got in that car accident, uh, you know, when that man raped you, uh, you know, uh, when you was out there on the street selling your body, you know. Don't you remember I delivered you from them things? I got you. And we have to remind ourselves that in every fight, no matter what it is, God is always there for us. No matter what, no matter what's going on, no matter what is, child, let me tell you, David said, I don't got time for all this talking. Because God had given him the power to kill this giant. God had already, he knew God had given him the power, had given him the anointing, had, had, you know, it's that just that feeling on the inside that nothing can conquer me because I have God on my side. You know, and you know, and 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 it and it you know, and and it's so poignant. It says right here in 1748, and it came to pass when the Philistine arose and came and drew nigh to meet David, that David hastened and ran unto the army to meet the Philistine attack. And David put his hands in the bag and took out thence a stone and sling it and smote the Philistine in his forehead that the stone sunk into his forehead and he fell upon his face to the earth. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and with a stone and smote the Philistine and slew him. But there was no sword in the hand of David. Therefore David ran and stood upon the Philistine and took his sword and drew it out of his sheep thereof and slew him and cut his head off therewith. And when the Philistines saw their Philistines saw their champion was dead, they fled. Come on now. Come on, somebody. See, I say it. This is another, this is another uh, thing of don't mess with God's anointed. Now, you know, this is where they, they, I don't mess with God's anointed. Because, you know, how could I say this? You are not going to have no good luck. You're not gonna have no. You're not gonna prevail. You're not gonna overcome. You're not gonna. You're not going to just uh, use and abuse somebody that is anointed. You're you're just not. It's not gonna work. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. You know. And we have to have that understanding that God is there to fight our battles, even when we don't think that anybody got our back. Like. I'll, I'll say this. You know, you got brothers and sisters when you grow up. You got brothers and sisters when you grow up. And say you and your brothers brothers and sisters didn't grow up together. But you had this thing of, um, you know, you want to know who got your back. And when you feel that they are not present or not supportive of you or not 
thinking about you or not, you know, and that kind of relationship, you know, that you have with your brothers and sisters in this, in a sense, you know, when they don't show up, God is there. When they don't show up, God is always present to fight for you. I don't care what you fight. You're fighting a lawyer, your lawsuit. You're fighting um, uh, infringement, trademark. Um, you're fighting, uh, you might be fighting a legal battle that you know that, that you're innocent, that you know you didn't commit the crime, okay? Um, there's so many ways you could fight. You know, like you got bullies. Okay, Goliath was the bully in this story. And you see that uh, Goliath did not prevail. He was doing all this trash talking. He was doing, he wasn't killing nobody. He was just talking trash. Oh, let me go ahead and talk this trash to them because they, they'll give up and they'll they'll succumb or they will uh they they don't want to fight. And let me tell you something. Watch out for them quiet people. Cause David seemed like he was a quiet child and he, he wasn't making no fuss and he wasn't he wasn't in the way. He would he did what he was told and he was one of them, you know, one of them, one of them children said, look, when you wrong, you wrong, and I'm going to call you out on your stuff. I'm going to call you out on your stuff. You a bully, you talking mess, but you don't know who you messing with when you come over here with me. You know, you don't know who you are messing with when you come and want to fight me, when you want to bully me. You got the right one, baby, okay? So, think about that today. When you're presented with a situation or something that you, you know, is out, that you think is out of your control, but really it's not. You know, always know that God fights your battles. No matter if they're big, small, small, big, small, medium, or big, it don't matter. You know, God has always got your back, no matter what. And remember to always know that God is there for you. No matter, everybody can leave you, forsake you, leave you out in the wilderness, leave you high and dry, um, you know, do you dirty, you know, um, steal from you, uh, cuss you out, spread rumors, gossip, all this, but hey, you still a child of God, okay? And, 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 and the people that's doing, the people that have this capacity to do you wrong, they will understand that you can't just mess with me because I am anointed by God. Okay? I want y'all to have a blessed day. And that is our lesson for the day for daily devotion. Okay? I love you, and I will talk to you on our next chapter, chapter 18. Okay? All right. Love you. Talk to you later. Authors, 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 have you written a book? Are you an experienced author or a new author? Well, I've got news for you. Authors Excerpt Sunday is the perfect start to growing your audience awareness with the public. Authors Excerpt Sunday has interview spots available in many forms. Live broadcasting done on all social media outlets, television, and podcasting. We would love to help you tell the world about your book. 
You can reach us at I am Sharice at ShariceNJohnsonMoore.com or 724-570-1153 for further details. And let's tell the world about your book. All right, all right, all right. I hope you enjoyed the message for today. It is about being persistent and don't let nobody bully you. Don't let nobody manipulate you. Don't let nobody talk you out of your blessing. And it also tells about, you know, you know, being sta- being a stand-up person when God is in your life and tell and, and tell and speak what the Lord can do, speaking up and knowing what he can do in your spirit and in your mind and in your soul, and don't let nobody tell you any different, okay? I hope you enjoyed your daily devotion for today. My name is Sharice Johnson Moore. I have been your host for Daily Devotional, and I wanted to say I love you, and you have a blessed day.